Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy as overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about communicating to each other those vacation expectations you have so you experience the best travel possible. And Charles Schultz had this to say about travel. He said, in life, it's not where you go. It's who you travel with. Mm. And we're going to be you know, talking about that and how to have the best travel experiences with your spouse. But just like we do each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show, we start with a hug, an opportunity for you to hear from others in the one family, what they've experienced and the transformation that's going on in their marriage. And this week's hug is sponsored by One Extraordinary Marriages, Connect Like You Did When You First Met, free book offer. And you can check that out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash free connect. In this episode, we're talking all about how the two of you communicate with each other around your vacation and your travel and actually when you're on vacation. What better way to get started on that journey than to get your own soft cover copy of Connect Like You Did When You First Met. This is your opportunity to get that book mailed to you plus four digital bonuses. But limited quantities are available, so get yours today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash freeconnect. This comes from a new listener that says, I've been eagerly listening to several podcasts each day. I'm playing catch up. Already it has given me a boost in confidence and some great tools that I can successfully do my part to improve the areas of our marriage that need it. It it provided me with a lot of food for thought and I I find I can really relate to the examples and experiences that you share from your marriage and others. It's refreshing to know that so many others struggle similarly and it's not just us. Uh-huh. It's a relief, to be honest. We've been married for about 10 years, together since 2001, shortly after we graduated from high school. We have two kids, and between working full-time and the kids, we're busy all the time. My husband's health has been less than ideal for the past couple of years, and significantly more so in the past handful of months. With his chronic conditions, he's been unable to work at his regular job, and of course, with that comes a huge financial impact and strain on our relationship. Uh His symptoms alone have had a huge impact on our relationship, differently for each of us, but a strain nonetheless. The more podcasts I listen to, the more reassured and confident I feel that we can get our relationship back to where it has been in the past, and beyond that, to be stronger than it has ever been. Communication and intimacy have always been struggling points for us, and in just this past week, I have been able to see small improvements in myself in both aspects. Right on. I know my husband has noticed too. Thank you so much for sharing and helping people to be their best individually and as a couple. Love it. I love the piece. It's just, hey, just this small improvement. Guess what? We're all making just those small improvements at times. There are times when we're just, there, there are big ones that happen, right? And we can really notice that. And yet when we become experts in our crafts, mm-hmm. it's the little things that nobody else is willing to do 
that we will be doing to improve our marriage, to have that extraordinary marriage we desire. And I just love it. Yeah, small improvement. Hey, you're still going. You're still making those improvements. So keep at it. And, you know, she mentioned that, um, you know, communication and intimacy have always been a challenge. And, and I love that even though it's been a challenge, it doesn't have to continue, continue to, be to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what we're going to be talking about specifically in this show wrapped around vacation time. Because when you all are listening to the show, we are sitting with our butts on a beach in Puerto Rico. We are taking yes, vacation. we are. We are. So, you know. Love you guys. We love you guys from the beach in Puerto Rico. And we wanted to do this show because those of you that have been listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage show for a while know that often when Tony and Elisa go on vacation, here's what happens. We tell you guys we're going and then we come back from vacation and we've got at least one, if not two shows to deal with the drama that happened while we were on vacation. Not so this year. Not so this year. Like we are, we are being proactive because one of the things we've shared, you know, we've talked about shows like Sexpectations, mm-hmm. you know, talking about being really intentional about setting the expectation for sex while you're on your vacation. Right. Because that is an area that we have seen in our own lives and many of you that it doesn't get t- discussed beforehand. And so you go on vacation and there's a letdown on somebody's part. Mm-hmm. There's a frustration on somebody's part and you come back and you're like vacation was great and yet i was really thinking we were going to have a little more sex this is going to be a little different here today though right because we've addressed that and and you know we're to the point now we're even in our own marriage look we've got that down right we started talking about our expectations you know probably two to three weeks before we travel actually farther out because we try and plan travel around my period and all kinds of stuff just so that we've got a higher success rate for great sex while we're on vacation Right. But then we realized as we started looking at to these past vacations where we had, where there's been these other tensions, where there's been this drama, where there's been these fights. And typically our fight comes on the last day of the trip. And we start looking at this and we're like, what's the pattern? Well, the pattern is that when you go on vacation, both you, husband and wife, are traveling with your own set of expectations on everything from how relaxing the vacation's going to be to what activities are you going to do and how busy are you going to be to, you know, what time are you getting up? Where are you going to eat? How much money are you going to spend? Right. All of these different things travel with you on vacation. All the different forms of intimacy. Not a coincidence, folks. But what we've neglected to do for the One Extraordinary Marriage family up until this show is talk about what you're discussing prior to leaving to a to address all the other intimacies besides the physical intimacy. Like we got that one. Mm-hmm. But we realized in preparation for this trip, because Tony and I were saying, you know what? The last two family vacations that we've taken with the kids, and we're going to share bits and pieces of those of those over the course of the show. Th- we've had good memories, but the memory that stands out in both of those trips is the major fight that we had on the last night. On both of those trips. On both of those trips. And here's, a, here's an interesting twist to this vacation. It's a family vacation. Elisa's folks have since retired down to the island of Puerto Rico from their old home in Columbus, Ohio. Go Bucks. And so we're going and not only are we family vacationing it, but we're family family vacationing it and we're staying at my in-laws place. We do have a night booked where Elisa and I get will be getting away. Actually, it's the day that this is coming out and you're listening to it. We're going to be in our own hotel and we're going to just be hanging out because that's one of those 
we're setting up the expectations mm-hmm. of that trip. We already set that expectation knowing the expectation part is going to be a little bit lower because we're sitting at and staying at my in-law's place. It's a smaller place. It's on the island. We worked around that knowing that, hey, we'll get our two times in during the week. One of them will be at the hotel. One will have to be a little getaway rendezvous on a beach. Creative. 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 And yet we need to be discussing those other areas and other things that we're going to be doing throughout the week. While we're there. Right. Because when when the two of you are at home, you've got your routines, you've got all of these things that are happening, right? Like you, you know the rhythm, the intimacy lifestyle, you know what it looks like at home, you know who does what, you know who mm-hmm. pays the bills, you know what dinners look like, you know all of these different things. And then you go on vacation and it's like, you know, in a good way, the apple cart's been turned upside down, right? You're just, you're relaxing, you're doing different things. You're, but But most of us, and we're so guilty of this, most of us go on vacation without a plan. Right, because we're like we're going on vacation. Right, there might be some. There, it, it, here's the thing that really happens, and I've been and I've been really just trying to hone in on this for for myself. Getting excited, getting excited, getting excited for the trip away, mm-hmm. just to have some time away with you, the kids, the family. And yet, sometimes in my own mind, I'm building it up to be like this amazing, ah, almost like in bed sometimes, and then there's a letdown. And then that's when the frustration comes in, right? I'm and so I'm even, I'm just, I'm starting to put that into perspective as I, as I look at this going, okay, make sure that there is a realist, a realistic expectation mm-hmm. of what's going to happen. I mean, from, you know, getting in there late, you know, driving to your folks, what's going to happen that next morning, those types of things. Well, and so we want to share a couple, a couple of those not so glamorous Tony and Elisa moments from the last two family vacations. And so a couple of years ago, we went to Cabo San Lucas. We, the whole trip started off on the wrong foot because Tony and I had talked about which resort we were going to stay at. Well, I had accidentally booked the wrong resort. It ended up being the right resort. Ended up being the best resort. The best resort. But literally three days before we were supposed to leave and I'm looking at, you know, all of the materials and stuff and I'm like, oh no. I booked the wrong resort. And he's like, and Tony even says, Tony says three days before we're supposed to leave on an international trip to Mexico, says to me and our kids, I'm not going on the trip. Total, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call myself out. Total bonehead move. Really, really was. So so this is this is how we go to Mexico, right? I'm not going on the trip. Like, I mean, he obviously he ended up going. But then we get down there and unbeknownst to us, um, Tropical Storm Dolores Mm -hmm. chose that particular week to sit off the coast of Mexico. She was just lovely. So she stayed off the coast of Cabo literally the entire time we were down there, eating up huge sections of the Pacific side. And on the... I think she took out about 10 feet of our beach. Easily. And on the Pacific side in Cabo, you can't go in the ocean anyhow. So we're like, oh, no problem. We'll go to the interior side. Yeah, we'll go into the bay. We'll go into the bay because surely we can get there. Well, because she was so turbulent, we get there. They've got the beach closed off on that side. So one of the things that I actually didn't even discover until like after we'd come home was that Tony had really had it set in his heart that one of the things that we would do there is really do some of the water sports, right? Like snorkeling or, you know, you yeah, my to do girl like- really wanted to go snorkeling and swimming with the dolphins, I think it was. So I, I wanted to do something. Paddle boarding was another one high on her list. The dolphin one wasn't really high, but the paddle boarding and the snorkeling were high on her list. And those were things that I wanted to do with her because it's just fun. 
And that didn't happen. Um, there was no water sports. There no. was no really getting in the ocean. We had the swimming pools. and because Which were packed because everybody was, nobody could go into the water. So on top of that, we have problems with our air conditioning not working. Um, so it was just like one thing after another. And so finally on the, on the last night that we're there, Tony and I are sitting at the table with the kids and it just kind of like, rah, right? Because all the frustration of the week, because we hadn't really addressed the frustration as it was building. We hadn't shared those expectations of, well, I really wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. What else can we do? Right. And then, so that's two years ago. Then last year we go to Scottsdale with the kids. Right. That was a quicker vacation. That was just a quick weekend getaway. A long weekend. And, you know, it's it's just a quick weekend. And we're, I think we were just not really of the frame of mind that we're just doing this quick trip. So let's not try and do too much. And, and we're just, you know, people get hot and irritated. I mean, it was 100 degrees, 106, right? Which I absolutely love. But my family, not so much in the heat. And so we're out one night and everybody's tired. Abby gets ice cream. She spills the ice cream in the car. Listen to the two shows. She's not your mother and the emasculated man. We dig into that yes in detail right well we can put the links to those shows to this one if you just want to hear tony and lisa come out of that vacation but all this is to say is that we did not have a plan for how to deal with all the different intimacies when we travel we just were winging it like we might say okay you know what this is what our budget's going to be for the week or the weekend or whatever it is okay so we kind of got the financial intimacy piece but how we were going to deal with the recreational intimacy we didn't address that how we were going to deal with emotional intimacy when somebody was getting, you know, feeling challenged or tired or all of these, we didn't deal with it. And so we really want to make sure that as part of this show, that we're going to give you the tools, give you the areas that you really need to discuss before you step foot on vacation. And, you know, one of the things I'm going to be, that we're going to be doing too, is just sharing some specific strategies and action plans that some of our coaching clients have done, because it's been interesting, you know, it's, everybody's traveling. It's February, and I feel like everybody that I know is traveling because it's February may be the shortest month of the year, but with if you experience winter, it feels like the longest month. So everybody travels end of January, beginning of February. And don't think of this only for it has to be a week long getaway. It has to be only the family getaway. Think about this even when it's the two of you taking off for a three day trip. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you one thing that I I. And we didn't do early on in our marriage, and, and I realize this now, is that when the kids were younger, this would have been so important for our lives and our marriage had we had these vacation expectations going in instead of just vegging out when we got away, mm-hmm. honestly, because that's what would just happen in in, in in early in in the early years when the kids were young and we'd get away, it was almost the opposite of what happened after what we just shared. It was almost like a complete like disconnect mm-hmm. because we were just like, okay, we don't have the kids around now. We can just sleep and not really talk or connect with each other. And wow, I just look at that going, wow. If we just had some sort of a plan just to go, you know what? Let, let's connect in a way that we haven't, or you know. Just something like like grab connect like you did when you first met, and let's ask some of these questions to each other while we're driving or we're flying. And you know, right now to take advantage of the free connect offer, I mean, we're actually traveling. We're taking our own book to use the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So we take our book in the car to ask those same questions. So don't miss out on this opportunity to get your free copy. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash free connect. Get it. Stick it in your car. Use it in the car when you're traveling. 
right? Make it be a way that you can deepen your communication because when your communication is stronger, it's much easier to discuss those expectations, mm-hmm. right? That's where the ability to discuss them comes from. But you know, the first thing that you need to do when you're traveling is make a list of those possible areas where you guys can get tripped up, right? You know, obviously we talked about sex, right? That was, that was the one, you know, we've done the shows on, like I said, on sex expectations and things like that. But you know, it's an easy one to start with, right? It's easy. We're going on vacation. What does vacation sex look like? Have that conversation. Get a number in your head. You know, are we having sex every, I've got one, some clients that are getting ready to, to go on a cruise and they're planning on doing the seven days of sex challenge. Why? Because they talked about it ahead of time. They've also talked about little things, little nuances. Like this couple has talked about the fact that because they're cruising and they're going to late night shows and things like that, they want to focus more on morning and daytime sex than late at night, like as we're rolling into bed, exhausted sex. Makes sense. Makes Good call. Sense. But here's the thing. They've discussed it. They've discussed how they're going to, like how they're going to take turns initiating. They've discussed whether or not they need to be, bring lubricant, right? They've got a plan. They're going to be successful on their trip. Why? Because they have a plan, right? Some of you, you don't need to discuss like what your social life is going to look like, especially if you're traveling with friends or, you know, you're at an all-inclusive, you know, what is the drinking going to look like? I've got clients that have plans around, you know, they're drinking and eating when they go on vacation. Why? So everybody's playing on the same, you know, playing from the same set of uh, game plan, right? You know, if you're going to drink, you know, throughout the course of the day, cause you got the all-inclusive, you know, pacing yourself and things like that. Okay. Let's just have a plan. And one of the things that I think people get tripped up on whenever we talk about, you know, the intimacy lifestyle or, or being strategic or things like that, they're like, well, it takes all the freedom away, right? I can't do what I want to do. And my challenge to you with that would be, hold on a second. What if you actually viewed this as having more freedom because the two of you were on the same plan and nobody was having to read each other's minds? Bingo. Like if we have a plan, if we know we're going to do the seven days of sex challenge on vacation, then mentally you just prepare for it. You're yeah. there. You're ready. This is what we're going to do. You know, I've got, I've got one coaching couple that I'm working with and you know, when they travel to go see family sometimes, and I think a lot of us can relate sometimes when you're with family, they just know how to push your buttons. Ooh. Right. Pray for me. They, they've known you since you were you know born and they know, maybe they don't know, but you're aware that they're pushing your buttons. Right. And so this, I love what this couple did. We were talking about strategies around visiting family or or vacationing with family. And they actually have a code word that they use to get time by themselves. Right. It'll be like, and I don't remember off the top of my head what their code word is, or they'll say, Hey, can you help me get something out of the car? Honey, can you, I left, think I left something in the car. Will you come out to the car with me to help me find it? And don't sit there and go, what, what are you talking? Like when it happens, don't be aloof. Please, uh, you know, if you've set this up prior to going, don't be aloof when your spouse is like, hey, can you come on out here? Or the code word is said, don't sit there and go, uh, no, I'm, I'm tired. Right. right. Yeah. Like, I'm tired. I'm going to take it. I understand. You're tired. You can say, hi, honey, is it you know important right now? Or think through what you're doing because you guys made a plan together. Mm-hmm. So what you want to be able to do during that is honor it. Right. It's really simple. 
And yet it's some, well, sometimes the toughest thing for us to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because we get into our own mind and it's like, oh man, I've been driving for 12 hours and now we're here and I just want to sit here and I just want to take a, a, I just want to go to sleep. And that could be husband or wife. I'm not, I'm not putting either of you, but in that moment, are you going to get up and go, yeah, honey, what's up? Right. And you know, the really cool thing about the strategy that this couple came up with when you know dealing with family on vacation is that they have already, prior to doing this excursion, they've already given the other one permission to speak into their life. Right? You know, like, hey, can you help me out in the car? Mm-hmm. And then when they're out in the car, whoever has called the meeting has permission to say, hey, it looks like your mom or your dad's pushing your buttons. You okay? Like, you're getting a little, you're withdrawing, you're getting a little regret, whatever it is, because it's going to be different for each one of us. I mean, you can use this strategy if you're traveling with your kids, because let's face it, sometimes on ki- on vacation, kids make you crazy. Oh, yes. Because they're jumping on the beds and they're all wound up and they're staying up late and there's sand everywhere, whatever it is. And you're all in one room. And you're all in one room in a hotel. And so sometimes it might be like, honey, can you help me go to the car? And it may just ne- mean that one or the other of you just needs a hug. And a timeout from the kids. And you're going into the bathroom because your kids are young and you're not honestly going to the car. You're just right. going to the bathroom. Be safe. And you're going to be, and you're going to just talk through this with, with your spouse. But, you know, the other thing that you can do, and Tony mentioned this, put a plan in place for the two of you to have time by yourselves, right? We are, we're very strategic that the night that we're spending away while we're on vacation is the middle of the trip. Why? So that we get a, break and reconnect with just the two of us. Now, this is for our instance, because we are hanging out with family. For for you, you may be out wherever you may be. You may be cruising. You may be in an all-inclusive. You may be traveling across the country in your car. So you have to create those opportunities. Right. Right. Because, you know, if you're cruising, I know most cruise lines have kids clubs. Most all-inclusive resorts have some kind of babysitting slash kids club something. Right, folks? Don't be afraid to take advantage of those things. I don't care if it's just a couple of hours so that the two of you can just be adults together. But you've got to be intentional about creating that time. Why? Because even if you're traveling with the whole family, there is still the sense that vacation is for the two of you. Right? It's it's part of why you're going away. We want some time together. Take it. Find opportunities to create it. Here's something that we have done over the years, especially when we're traveling with family or we know we're traveling with family. We set it up early on. We just let them know, hey, we're going to take one night off. Are you cool with watching the kids for at least one night? Our parents have always been gracious and and loving and just like, yeah, sure thing. So that's helped us early on. Mm -hmm. Now, that may not be for you guys. And yet, can you find a way to get away? It may not be for the night. But can you get away for a duration? Mm-hmm. You know, you, maybe your parents aren't the best ones to leave your kids with. Is there an aunt? Is there an uncle? You know, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, whoever it may be. But call them ahead of time. Just say, hey, you know, Joe, you know, so and so and I, we want to just we want to just go hang out for an evening while we're in town. You know, is it cool that you and your wife just watch the kids? You know, they'll hang out. Da 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 da. Maybe you're traveling with another family, right. you know, for a week's vacation. Maybe you each get one night where you watch the other's kids and you, you know, you get your couple time, mm-hmm. right? Don't be afraid to like think outside the box to make this happen. It's, 
it's so vital to your marriage that you go into a vacation with a game plan. And you're still going to have plenty of time with your kids. I mean, over the course of our time in Puerto Rico, we'll be snorkeling. We'll be going to different beaches as a family, horseback riding. We're going to go see your aunt and uncle on the south side of the island. We're going to be doing all these sightseeing and all these different things together. So it's not like we're not doing things together. We're just saying we want to have a little bit of time just for us, for us to be grownups mm-hmm. and enjoy a dinner together, Absolutely. an evening together, a, a, a sunset together without our kids. Mm-hmm. Love them. And we're going to do all of those things with them as well. We're just taking one time away. Another area to think about, though, too, is think about your finances. Because mm-hmm. this is a big one, too, when you're going off on vacation. What, what, what is your plan? What is your plan for it? Just like you would have a cash flow plan for your month, what's your cash flow plan for your vacation? Is there a pot for the family, for you guys together that you're looking at? And then is there blow money for each of you guys? That's something you guys need to discuss because a lot of times frustration comes in with that financial piece because maybe your spouse wants to go get something fun for you and yet they don't know if they get it, you're going to be upset, you overspent, blah, 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 blah. But if you come up in the beginning and you go, hey, we have XYZ amount. This is going to be for the, the pot for everybody. Here's so much for you, so much for me. Go do whatever you want with yours. I'll do whatever I want with mine. Cool. Elisa and I, that's a cash flow plan. That's what we have in our normal monthly cash flow plan. We have our own funds. Most of the time, we're going to just spend it on ourselves because those are just little things like that. But you may be out. When we were in Puerto Rico, or not Puerto Rico, but Peru, you know, we had funds just for fun little items to pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, one thing that Tony mentioned a few minutes ago is just thinking through your expectations of the trip, right? Because you may be thinking, you know, like talk about your recreational intimacy. What are we going to be doing? Right. Are we going to be doing, you know, something from sun up to sundown and, and every evening, or are we going to be putting our butts on the beach? And here's the, here's the thing where, why you want to talk about that now. One of you wants to do the sun up to sundown and one of you wants to sit down on the beach. So, if we don't discuss that, where do we end up when we're there? One person's frustrated because we're not moving from sunup to sundown. And when the other person's frustrated because they're sitting on the beach mm-hmm. when they wanted to see other things. And so being able to express that prior to being there can alleviate a lot of that. One of my coaching clients, she and her husband were going to Disney World. It's something that they do regularly, like every couple of years. And we were talking about it because they were doing, you know, just a shorter trip. And one of the things I shared with her, I'm like, have, have a rest plan, right? Because you know, when you get really tired, you get cranky. Well, cranky isn't fun. I don't care if you're 30 or if you're three, cranky is not a great vacation. Mm -mm. So, you know, plan for naps or plan for having downtime or, you know, like for our trip, we've got two excursions planned. We're doing a bioluminescent snorkel with the kids and my parents, and we're doing a horseback trip, right? Those are in concrete, reservations are made, but there's, you know, the other seven days that we're going to be there where we've got a lot more fluidity and, and, you know, the kids have things they want to do. We have things that we want to do. I laugh because Elisa says we have a little more fluidity and yet her dad a week or so ago sends us a, a honest to goodness detailed spreadsheet 
of what we're doing each day and what he's doing. More importantly, what he's doing each day, like waking up. And you know this is going to be the show my dad listens to. Going to, to service. Amen. Going to service and this is what I'm doing. I'm thinking, he has our vacation on a spreadsheet. Um, we need to talk to your dad just to let him know that we completely and gracefully appreciate this. And yet this is our vacation. So we're not really going to follow that plan to a T. So basically what I said to set <laughs> expectations was the things that are reserved are set in stone. The visits to you know relatives, those are set in stone. Everything else, we're just going to, we're going to have a little we're, fluidity right. on this. And so, but you know, ultimately at the end of the day, when you guys are traveling, you need to think about the intimacy wheel. Right, you need to think about the recreational intimacy, financial, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Recre- uh, spiritual, yes. Right, because even the faith component, like, are you going to church? Are you not going to church? Like, what's that going to look like when you're traveling? But what you do with all of that is that you set the expectations before you go, mm-hmm. because just because, just like us, you've had those vacations in the past that maybe have been a little more focused on the drama than you know the good stuff, the fun, the fun. You know, a little more focused on fighting than fun. What you want to do is realize that just because it's been like that in the past, just because you've had those vacations doesn't mean that this upcoming vacation has to be that way. When you've got a plan, it's so much easier to have success than it is when you're just winging it and you're like, well, we'll see what happens, right? You're, you're listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. You're not the people that are saying, we'll see what happens. You are the people that are saying, we want it to be extraordinary and we're going to do what it takes to get there. That's right. And we're already declaring over our vacation that it's going to just be awesome because we are spending that time and we have spent that time to know what our expectations are, voicing them, sharing them, and then we're going to walk those out. And so that way the vacation is going to be awesome. We're going to come back and the show is not going to be about something crazy fight like we have had the last couple of years. It's going to be, it was an awesome show and this is what we learned from taking action and putting that plan into place. So you guys, when you go off on your next vacation, do it. Pick up the connect like you did when you first met, the free book offer. Get that so you can even start talking now, diving into your communication so when that vacation does come up, you guys are all ready to go and talking, communicating, and sharing your expectations for that vacation. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week, and we will catch you next week. Love you guys.